Hi, this is Adrian. Thank you for joining me for another episode of I Was About to Say. It's been a minute, so I'm glad you could join me. This one's going to be a little different, so just kind of relax with me for a second. And we're going to talk about a TV show today. Actually, it's a new release on Netflix. It's been out for probably a little over a month now. It's called Sex Life. So be forewarned, this is my first time talking about a show and it's an adult show. So it's a little different. Um, So if your ears are um, chased, you might want to skip this one. But if you want to have a little fun um, and listen to something a little different. Um, this is going to be that episode. Also, there are going to be a few spoilers in here. So if you have not watched Sex Life yet, just keep that in mind. Um, we are going to talk about the entire um, show from beginning to end, though I'm not going to share too many spoilers, so I'm not going to go into every single um, episode just in case you haven't watched all of it, Um, but um, enough of it so that you get a flavor. So by now, a lot of people are buzzing about this show. Um, I binge watched it last weekend, and a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about it. Either people really love it or they really panned it. And the critics weren't very kind. I kind of think they were too harsh on it, to be honest. Um, Yes, it is. You know, there's a lot of sex. I mean, the show is called Sex Life, after all. But um, I think it's it's a little bit better better than um, some of the critiques that I've seen. Um, I think it probably would have worked better for me if it had just been a dark comedy, quite frankly, because there was a lot of unintended humor in the show for me. So the reason I decided to watch, quite frankly, was because of Sarah Shahi. I started watching her and really liking her acting style when she was on The L Word. And so that's where my comments are going to kind of dovetail in to her character of Carmen on The L Word and how Carmen and Billy are strangely very similar characters. So for anyone who watched The L Word, which debuted on Showtime around 2004-2005, then you probably um, remember Carmen and her relationship with Shane, which came um, season three. Carmen actually debuted on The L Word in season two, but her relationship with Shane really took off in season three. So for people who aren't familiar with The L Word, The L Word was an amazing show on Showtime. It was um, predominantly about lesbians, uh, lesbian friendships, relationships in L.A. 
Um, and it revolved around um, a couple of core couples, but then there were also single people. But um, it was the LGBTQIA community. But then, of course, as you have any um, predominant community, there are also people who are straight, who are in the ecosystem. There are just a there's a family of people around. And I started watching The L Word. I think I, I remember watching one episode and then I just, I was just hooked in. It For me, it became like a sisterhood show. While I identify as a heterosexual woman, I do, as I watched the relationships and I watched everything that happened, it really, everything that I saw, I, I could identify with, to be honest. The, because of the rich storytelling and the way the relationships were written, I would challenge anyone, regardless of how you identify, to watch that show and not see your own relationships show up in the, in the characters and also in how the stories are told. And the reason I'm bringing it up in relationship to sex life is that ironically, Billy's character um, in, 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 in the other show, in the L Word, Billy has a Brad of her own in the L Word, and that Brad's name is Shane. Shane is a woman in the L Word, but Shane and Brad could be cousins any day of the week. Trust me. If you are a fan of the L word, then you know I'm right. The difference is that the L word is so much better written and the stories are so much more complex that you get such a better payoff watching the L word. If you, if you watch the two, you would be like, oh my God, this is the show that we wish we had had with um, Sex Life. So there were things that I did like about Sex Life. You know, I thought there was, I thought there was some, some funny parts, some humor. Maybe they weren't meant to be funny, but it ended up being funny for me. Um, I, you know, I, I like the character. I think where they were trying to go is that we all have that one relationship that's kind of like crackish, like the bad drug relationship out there that we just can't get out of our system. Um, I think we try to, and if we're really lucky, heck, if we need to get therapy, get the therapy you need. The thing that bothers me, though, with a lot of these shows, whether it's Sex Life, it's Sex in the City, or ah, just realize that all these shows are Sex, Sex, Sex is how they name them. Um, but there's there's something really interesting about that um, because they confuse these entanglements with love and they really aren't Billy and Brad you don't really see a love relationship you see an entanglement you see passion you see hot sex but you don't really see love um and that was the thing and I think that's the thing that we all kind of identify with when you see what happens in the show between the two of them as you know, the premise of sex life is this woman who, uh, you know, jeopardizes her marriage 
to this, you know, husband that's supposed to be, you know, the perfect guy. Um, but she jeopardizes her marriage for this guy who was supposed to be, you know, the boyfriend from hell, um, who never quite materializes the boyfriend from hell, but he's supposed to be the boyfriend from hell that she's thrown away her whole life for. Um, so, you know, there were things about that as well. You know, her best friend, Sasha, and we'll talk about Sasha a little bit later, um, cause with friends like that, eesh, ah, oof. Anyway, but, um, but, you know, according to Sasha, you know, he was just this horrible person. And, you know, we start hearing about how horrible he were, was in like the first couple of episodes. And I kept waiting for these, like, for the revelation of like this, like major horrible thing that he did, but there was never really anything really, really bad that happened by the time we get to the end of the series. Yes, there were some kind of bad things, but worse things happen in Sex in the City. Um, you know, and we've seen worse things happen. Well, let's just say if you watch The L Word, um, with Carmen and Shane, um, with Sarah Shahi's other um, bad relationship um, on a show, you'll see it gets much worse. Um, but again, the way that the story pulls at your heart and you're really drawn into the relationship, it's something that you can relate to a lot better. But it was just with sex life, I just, the story, the characters were so thinly written that it was hard to identify or really care about any of them. I mean, the husband was so masochistic and so like just thin. I mean, how could we care about him? After about the second episode, once he finds out, why is he even there anymore? I mean, we could have turned him into something of like, if we had turned him into a, a masochist with a, a dom or something, maybe that would have made it a lot more interesting. I don't know. Uh, maybe Francesca could have been his dom. I, you know, that could have spiced it up a little bit. But the way it was just so boring, we just have him just kind of being a sap throughout the whole show. It just made no sense. No man with half a brain, much less a brilliant man, as Cooper was supposed to have been, would have stayed with a wife who was pining over another guy this whole time. Then we hear, you know, she's telling us, Billy's telling us how wild she was during her days before she got married, but she really wasn't that wild. She was just a normal woman in New York City, again, like the girls from Sex and the City, and like most normal women in their 20s and 30s, you know, in New York City or any place else when you're kind of figuring out who you want to be with. You know, and and it's just there were so many things. And then she gets married and she moves to stereotypical Connecticut. I'm so tired of Connecticut being the butt of jokes. I mean, people are not boring in Connecticut. People aren't like all Stepford wives. You know, that's kind of gotten old. It, it really has. But, you know, it's just like it's just like everything was just so predictable and so stereotypical that if you watch the L word, it's ironic 
how the story there there are characters there and you have your wealthy couples you have your middle class couple and you have your struggling folks how they could have easily slid into stereotypes as well but they don't so i really encourage you watch the l word all of the seasons the great thing now is that of course you can go back and watch it and binge watch it as well all of the seasons um, again, I think um, you. I think it started around 2006 and then wrapped up around 2008, 2009. There were six seasons. Um, like most shows, the last season, eh, it wasn't the strongest. Seasons one through five were amazing. I mean, they were the bomb. There are so, and you're gonna see so many um, guest stars. Um, just it, it was kind of that show that everybody wanted to be in the L word. Um, so you're you're gonna see Soul Shepherd. You you'll just see everybody there. But there, even when they do the cameo appearances, their um, their plots are realistic, and so they 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 are contextual. And speaking of contextual, the sex in the L word is contextual. Yes, there was a lot of gratuitous sex and sex life. For me, it wasn't that big of a deal. I've seen lots of sex on, you know, different shows. Meh, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. The frontal scene, it, it, it happened so quickly. For me, it wasn't that big of a deal. I've seen sex, I've seen men. I, I've seen bigger, I've seen better. I mean, hey, most women have. You know, and, you know, and not to say that he wasn't, you know, something good to look at. I'm not saying he wasn't, because he was, he has nice baggage. But, you know, it's like it, it was just the way that it was handled on the show. It's like that's all everyone's talking about. And when people leave a show and that's the only thing they're talking about, the shower scene, that tells you a lot about the show. Their sex should be contextual in any show. I don't care, you know, what you're doing. The orgy scene, it made no sense. It it, it was like, I, I don't even, I still don't understand why they threw that in. It's like there were so many ways that if you really wanted to bring in a lot of sex, you could have written a lot more um, context around it to make it, more realistic and to make it more, um, to make it make sense. It just didn't make sense. Now, when you watch the L word, there is quite a bit of sex in the L word. Carmen and Shane. Oh, there is a great scene in, in, um, in season three, the no hands, um, the no hands interaction between them. That's a good one. I'm going to say I borrowed it with one of my guys. Uh, but you may borrow it too, along with some other things from the L word. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what your orientation, you're going to love the show, but, um, but there's just so much again that, um, and, and again, and I, I don't want to be frivolous about the L word. It's not just about sex. It is about humanity. Um, when, I first started watching The L Word. I had never watched a show that was dedicated to lesbians or the LGBTQIA community. So in all honesty, um, I I became sensitized to a lot of different things that I had or had seen life through a lens I had never looked through before. 
Um, it, you know, it, there were, the show handled, tackles a lot of issues outside the bedroom that I think people like me, heteros, that we don't really think about challenges that other people, um, with other orientations may face. Um, and there were, there's a character who was, um, transitioning, um, you know, things that we don't really think about and don't always have the, amount of sensitivity that we may think we have until you actually see it um, through a different perspective. So I am actually grateful for having watched the show and having seen the subject matter handled very sensitively and not in a way that seemed exploitative. Um, so um, I think that um, it is something that um, that I think would be very um, helpful for people to watch. Um, but also, again, to just be able to just step back and not um, not try to look at it as oh, I'm going to you know be a voyeur, but go and think like God. This is just like my relationship was with that person, but it's just being acted out or it's just being carried out by people in different orientations. So anyway, um, I, I really think that um, sex life was okay. Again, it wasn't as bad as I think some people say it was, but it could have been a lot better. And let's talk about that friendship between Sasha and Billy. I don't know about anybody else, but I could not have had a friend like Sasha. Um, Sasha was the frenemy of frenemies. Like I said, I never quite saw the horrible thing that she kept saying when she kept talking about how bad Billy was for Sasha and how she could never see the two of them being together again. But I sure as hell could see how I could never be friends with Sasha. How could you possibly sleep with your best friend's ex? How, I mean, that's, that's so off limits. I don't care if I'm dead and in the ground, you don't touch something that I have touched. That's just, a, I'm like mafioso. That you don't touch something that has touched a man that's touched your best friend. That's just a no-no. He's off limits forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. So I didn't, I didn't understand the relationship between them. But as as freaky as this show is going, hey, maybe by season two, Sasha and Cooper will be hooking up, or maybe Francesca, Cooper, Sasha, uh, Brad. And Billy will be hooking up. Who knows? Um, but it was just so weird um, to think that um, these two women, maybe some people call that enlightened, but I just think that there are some boundaries that you don't cross in friendships. And because women, we tell each other when with your best friends, you tell each other everything. And that heartbreak that you feel with a man that really, that you really care about. And if he really, you know, rips your heart out and stomps on it, how can your best friend then know all of that and then go sleep with him and share intimate <clears throat> intimacy with him and think that that's okay? 
that's not okay. So I didn't understand how they stayed together. And then I think the real kicker was the fact that, remember, Billy was the psychologist. So that's a whole nother podcast because on a number of these um, shows, you'll notice that a lot of the most screwed up people are either psychologists or psychiatrists, which says a lot about how we go about choosing them to give us therapy. So anyway, I just wanted to share those quick thoughts on sex life. And I hopefully wanted to also um, encourage some folks to look at another show, L Word, um, and get a better experience or at least another vantage point on sex life. And in the meantime, you're going to get some great music with it as well. The L Word had the best soundtrack, um, one of the best soundtracks of any show I've ever seen on television. Maybe it rivaled um, another show that was out around the same time called Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark was about actually black gay men in Los Angeles. And um, Noah's Ark had a, had a slamming soundtrack as well. A lot of neo-soul um, on Noah's Ark. Um, but, and it was also a great show. If you've never watched um, Noah's Ark, definitely binge watch that one as well. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but um, wherever you can find it, definitely, definitely check it out. But um, when you get a chance, check it out. I wish there was a way you could loop back and let me know what you think. But I don't know that there is, so you're, I'm just going to have to trust you on it. So that's what I wanted to share this time. Hope you like it. Take care.